0: Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s, on KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk, Alternatives. Smile, sweet freedom, shine your light on me. All right, Southern California. I'm Farley, welcome to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, another edition, an exciting edition today as we talk about highly evolved individuals and what is called instant karma, or blowing your karma when you've absolved it, what happens when you are shocked, when you have major reversals, letdowns, even major traumas affect you as a highly evolved being because you have blown your karma. Definitely a very important topic to pay attention to for those of you pure of spirit, positive of mind, humble in nature, and also constantly encouraging self-growth, high self-esteem, generosity, philanthropy, and you're on the road, the path to the light. This is not a warning. This is the truth or the further truth as far as I can see it. Instant Karma by John Lennon, a song called Instant Karma, going to get you. I think John must have known something about instant karma, his life taken suddenly in New York City one day, obviously instantly taken, just like John F. Kennedy's life was instantly taken. Of course, hopefully no one's life will be instantly taken, but still, many people are subject to uh, instant karma. Friend of mine, very spiritual man, extremely spiritual, highly evolved, totally holistic. 100% vegetarian, chanter, meditator, spiritual teacher, astrologer was at a friend's house and there happened to be some marijuana in that house that this person did not know about. The police came in, arrested everyone in the house. This spiritual person is in jail because he associated with people that were dealing pot and he didn't know it. That inspired this topic today, Instant Karma. That's the kind of thing that can happen. Even if you make a little bitty mistake, believe it or not, things can make a reversal on you, especially if you're having a transit. For example, a Saturn transit, a Uranus transit, a Neptune transit, or a Pluto transit can trigger instant karma, especially if your soul is in an evolved state where you have absolved much of the karmic debt you owe during this lifetime. Making one itty-bitty mistake can sometimes create a major setback in your life. So the lesson can be very obvious. A lot of people wonder how instant karma works or why it occurs. I'll tell you why and how I think it occurs. I think the higher mind is totally in control of it. I think we are encouraged to get ourselves in certain situations and place ourselves in certain vulnerable, sometimes hostile situations as higher evolved people, as people that are in the know, that have open minds, that study metaphysics, astrology, karma concepts, spiritualism, philosophies of God, oneness of God, humanitarianism and such, we are people that actually should live a life that would be quoted as being called by example truth, which means if you do know the answers, you should try hard to live the answers to life. The problem is, is that we are human and we do have certain affinities or we do play favorites for certain people sometimes that can get us in trouble. And obviously, if your soul is reached a state of being karma free, or if you have absolved much of your karma through meditation, through fasting, through vegetarianism, and through good deeds, positive deeds, dharmic vibrations, and you do hit a rough transit, and you do put yourself in a strange position, then you can get in trouble. I'll give you another example. They have this new law now, people that own boats. The U.S. Coast Guard, the United States government can come onto boats right now, and if they find one marijuana seed, much less than a grain of cocaine or any kind of non-prescription drug, illegal, they can totally confiscate the entire boat. There's already been a couple of vessels confiscated worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, even over a million dollars, just because somebody innocently invited some guests on board their boat that had a drug culture nature and were carrying drugs. And frankly, this is the type of instant karma I'm talking about. Obviously, as you do grow in the spirit... And as you do evolve, the way the laws are in this country, you have to be careful who you hang out with, who you associate with, what house you go to. It's funny, a lot of people think that just because they're spiritual, they can still hang around people that have a negative aura, that are alcoholics or drug addicts or into smoking pot or whatever. But not so, because in today's legal system, if a policeman does walk into a house and there is an illegal drug found, or there is some kind of negative crime going on, then you could innocently be arrested for complicity and totally tried for the same course. In fact, I know a person of a very highly evolved nature that was put in that situation at a bail set for $250,000. Makes it difficult to get out of jail. So no wonder when you go through these programs for rehabilitation and drug addiction and alcoholism, one of the major steps involved is to disassociate or cut off the friends, relations, and attachments you have with other people that have drug or alcohol problems, and there's more than just rehabilitation reason for that. I think legally (laughs) people are trying to be protected at the same time. Uh, We're going to talk a lot about instant karma today, and if you've had any instant karma befall you lately, I'd like to hear about it. Now, let's take a look here at what type of people we're talking about as far as people that are subject to instant karma. Let's say that you really don't have any karma concerning stealing, for example. And you lived your whole life, and you've been fairly honest, and you've been a type of person that always gives the change back, that pays your taxes, that if you find money or a wallet, you'll turn it in. You've always been a person of high moral standing. But all of a sudden, one day, you decide, I don't know what it is about you. Maybe it's a part of your past nature, right? A part of you from the distant past life that you lived that decides, well, I found this money, and it was on the shelf at the office and it looks like it might have fell on the shelf from someone's pocket, and I'm going to keep it. Now that right there is a negative karma, because somebody innocently might have been changing their clothes and taking their money out of their pocket and left it there, so that is called stealing. But if your soul doesn't have a karma with yourself concerning stealing, then your higher self oftentimes will direct you or impel you or direct others to act as catalyzers in situations where you will find yourself ripped off in a massive way. I had another association, I like to prove how astrology and metaphysics and karma works, and I had association with a friend that was a very honest person, and they did share with me that they did find some money in their office the same time. Do you know that that day, that very day when they got home, they went into the house, and it was ransacked, they had been ripped off that same exact day, everything in their apartment stolen, the stereo, the TV, the tape recorders, the video recorders, all the jewelry, some money in the house. Plus, the safe was taken, and he turned around, called me up, and said, Farley, what happened? And I tried to explain to him the instant karma philosophy. Now, there's also another form of instant karma that I have found, and that is I believe your soul is on a deadline to form this relationship with the body, right? The higher self forms a relationship with the body, like we discussed uh, yesterday and uh, Monday, that we are impelled to do certain situations and create certain absolutions in our life that would help absolve this karma from past lives. And once again, karma is a force or a vibration that is created from actions, words, or thoughts that we create and we direct into this third dimension that are of a negative vibration nature, which means action, words, or thoughts which would hurt ourself or others or this planet or anything in this dimension. It would damage them. Whether it's a physical damage, an emotional damage, a spiritual damage, or a mental damage, it's still karmic. And the reason why many of us come to Earth, if not all of us, is to absolve this vibration, to pay it off, to pay it back, to receive the negative force we somehow set back, set off in a past life or a former existence, right? And this vibration comes back to us, usually compounded, until we understand the lesson and hopefully will not do the same thing over again. Many of us get caught in patterns and cycles where we repeat negative vibrations over and over again, this rejection philosophy in relationships. This manipulation, con-artistry, lying, stealing, cheating, even white lies, taking advantage of others, even attitudes, emotional projections, mental projections of dominance are manipulation. This is all stuff that can go under the heading of karma. And when you come back, when you are born into this dimension, you are given an electrical charge, a cosmic charge, through the astrological configuration of the universe at that moment of birth called a chart, And we use this chart to help design, diagnose, and understand the karmic pattern for any particular life cycle. And like we've talked about all week and last week also, analyzation of the birth chart and diagnosing exactly where the Saturn is and what sign of what house is the major karmic flaw or lesson or vibration that will be returned to you for sure in this lifetime, number one point. Number two, also understanding and embracing the squares in a natal chart, meaning planets at right angles to each other or 90 degrees away from each other, understanding the self-inflicted pain from past lives, and the oppositions on aspect where planets are exactly opposite each other in the birth chart, or understanding karma that could have been created because of the wrong people we manifested in our lives from past lives and violence or physical abuse that occurred from same, and that's the opposition karma. So obviously, the soul has a deadline or a contract with the body, an unknown contract, an unsaid contract, in the conscious mind. Hopefully we evolve or we finally realize what this contract is and we have a deadline to pay back these debts that are revealed in the natal chart at birth. As an astrology person or an astrologer, hopefully you'll be able to understand some of the soul contracts that were made with yourself prior to this lifetime. And the deadline, of course, would be the transits or the moving planets in the sky as they do approach areas of your chart and set off planets in your chart and trigger life experiences that'll set you up to pay off these karmic debts. Well, for example, if part of the karmic debt was a part of you that needed to become sober and to get off of drugs or alcohol or marijuana, for example, are just a part of you that has been depressed, low self-esteem, negative self-image, no self-respect, and part of the transit was approaching as far as it was called a Uranus square ascendant, which can be a tough transit if you don't have a rebirth, right? or Saturn conjunct the Ascendant, or Saturn transit the first house, any of those having to do with self-love, self-esteem, attitude, identity, and such, you have this type of karmic transit concerning the identity. If you haven't fulfilled your contract, and you haven't pulled out of your nosedive into alcohol, drugs, addiction, whatever, and then you go through the Uranus square Ascendant, or the Saturn square Ascendant, or Uranus on the Descendant, or whatever, some kind of aspect of first house planets, our chart ruler, or the rising sign, that's when the pain comes in. See, if you don't pay the debt, and if you don't pull out of the karma by turning it around and reversing it, by loving yourself and raising your self-esteem and becoming sober, then sometimes the instant karma that you will pay could be, for example, a health problem, where this negative vibration would manifest in one of your vital organs, like your heart, your liver, your spleen, your kidneys, your spine, your genital region, or your brain. Any one of the chakra areas could manifest this depending on the chart. So obviously, there is deadlines with karma, and two kinds of instant karma that exist from what I have studied is the one instant karma when you actually make a bad choice and it is instantly resolved, (laughs) or you are instantly forced into a trauma to help show you the wrong or the lesson that you must learn, or the instant karma that exists when you don't adhere to your soul contract deadlines that are revealed to us from the transits. Now, this is really heavy stuff. We have talked a lot about transiting planets. The fact that the Sun moves around all 12 signs and all 12 houses in your chart every year. Once a year, it goes through an entire wheel. And the Moon goes through that same wheel, your chart, once a month, all 12 signs. And Mercury and Venus also take approximately one year to go through all 12 signs. So you have the Sun, Mercury, Venus, and the Moon triggering all these soul contracts, these debts, these deadlines that are due. That's why it saddens me when people procrastinate their own personal growth. As these deadlines hit, then the pain strikes, and they either suffer from a bad relationship, a bad career, a serious money problem, a serious health problem, a residence problem, or some kind of utter identity futility, and then they ask me why. They call me up on the phone and they say, Farley, what's happening? Why am I in pain? And it's because you missed your deadline for your soul contract. So if you don't absolve your karma through meditation, or through self-respect techniques, or through chanting, are through some kind of society dharma like humanitarianism where you're actually helping this planet and sending out a positive force to absolve some of the negative force. If you're abusing your body with poisons and toxins and caffeine and sugar and stuff and you don't adhere to the soul contract that says you must be healthy and maintain your health in your body by the time you reach a certain age, then boom, that instant karma strikes and that's when you have the health crisis or the auto accident or some other kind of accident, maybe sports Related like an ankle injury or a shoulder injury or a knee injury because you're not living your life the way you should. See, the higher self is a wonderful entity. This is the God self. And the higher self is geared to help you fulfill your karma, absolve it, and evolve your soul to the best good possible. So even though you don't think that you're being somehow directed or influenced by the higher self, believe it or not, in subtle ways you are encouraged In certain situations, you are encouraged to manifest certain people to catalyze this karma, whether it's instant or not. And if you don't adhere to it, then the suffering comes in, and that's the only other way we can learn the lesson of what the original pain was all about. What's interesting in life is if you are in pain, if you're ever in pain, or if you ever do have a trauma or an instant karma befall you, the most fun thing about that is trying to analyze why. And if you can't put a finger on something in this life, which usually is just a misconnection by people, that somewhere, somehow, you could usually find something you've done wrong and it's finally come back to you. But you better believe, if you can't find it in this life and you are stricken with a dread disease, perhaps, or a horribly traumatic situation where you do almost die, you better believe that it was a sole contract where the deadline was placed and you did not fulfill that and it was coming from a past life. And that's why it's not always recognizable. And that's why, It is always so important for us to be good to ourselves, to pamper and nurture our bodies and our spirits, to pamper and nurture those around us and this planet and everyone and everything that lives in this planet, to try to be as protected as possible, to surround yourself with white light and love, and to learn how to meditate so you can form a relationship with the higher self, with the spirit and the body together, and therefore help absolve this karma, beat that transit deadline, so, when it hits, you'll be one of those people where I'll say, Well, you're showing a problem in your career right now, and you'll say, No problem. And people listen to those cars and go, Well, maybe Farley's looking at it wrong. No, that's not right. This person beat their deadline. They did something to absolve the karma before the transit hit. Just because you're having a tough transit, just because you're having a Saturn return or a midlife crisis return or a second Saturn return or a Saturn transit of some kind or a Uranus transit or a Neptune, Pluto, or Jupiter transit that's a heavy transit, it doesn't mean that you have to be in pain. This is only to alert you that your karma deadline is upon you. And you have to analyze that planet being affected by sign, by house, and by aspect to understand what area it's coming from. Oftentimes, when we have a karma transit deadline where an instant karma can occur, it has to deal with an area that we are obsessed with, that we are being selfish about, and that we are being set up to be devastated by. And that's the lesson the higher self delivers to us if we will not pay attention to any of the natural, normal, cosmic law that exists as far as balance. What goes out comes back. What goes around comes around. And there's a reason for everything. Remember, metaphysically speaking, this universe is perfect. And everything that happens is a perfect state. It happens for a reason. And I believe that. That's why I teach that. That's why even though I see people suffer and go through pain, or I suffer and I go through pain, I try to tell myself there's a reason for this. I try to not dwell on it, and therefore I try to overcome it as quickly and as easily and as fluidly as possible. Now obviously, astrology does play a major role in understanding your karma, in understanding your life's rhythms, your life's vibration, and these cycles that you will go through, including instant karma. So that's why when I teach astrology, and when I teach people their birth planets or the transiting planets, are compatibility comparisons, I am trying to teach them about trigger points when they will have these squares or these oppositions or these conjunctions or these inconjunctions that will trigger planets in their chart that can create either a karmic or an instant karmic experience, often Uranus is the planet designated as definitely the instant karma because Uranus rules accidents, breakups, divorces, revolutions, surprise attack, all kinds of shockers, lightning and just craziness, although other planets can be affected because it's amazing how Uranus can affect the whole chart. Also, the Aquarian vibration, Aquarius planets, create instant karma, too. I am Farley. This is the Astrology Hour, a.k.a. Astrological Metaphysical Radio, birthed April 1984 here on K Fox Redondo Beach. And thanks to the support of the public, we're still here after all these years and some almost a thousand shows and about 600 topics and I'm aware that a lot of people are loyal, dedicated listeners, students of mine, astrologers, metaphysicians, and a whole group of New Age heralds that totally understand this instant karma philosophy, which is so important. When you finally do purify your soul, when you finally do reach a higher level of spiritual evolution, when your awareness is blessed, when you do become more psychic, extremely more spiritual, when you are in touch with your guides and you are given the healing power, and the power of God strengthens, you become totally aware of the debits and credits, the karma to your soul. You are also totally aware of the price you pay when you make a mistake. And those of you that are the most highly evolved will pay the hardest price, the biggest bill, when you do have a setback. And because we are humans, setbacks are possible. A lot of times, if not all the time, I see dealing with relationships and resolving relationship karma and relationship bull, right? is a final road. It's a final passing here to true spiritual evolution because that means that you've taken care of all the other things you've done to society and other people. Now it's time to take care of yourself and get yourself in shape to create a proper vehicle to relate to a person on a one-on-one level. So if you're wondering why you have so many relationship problems, thank God the rest of your life should be in pretty much balance or at least maybe you have your health. You should not take anything for granted in this life. And if you do, You're being foolish. Bless yourself for whatever you have, how little it may be, because so many have so little. And so many are wrapped up in major karma cobwebs you wouldn't believe what some people in this planet are engrossed in. We have it easy next to them. So bless yourself and your life. Sanctify it and grow along with people you know and love. Don't hurt them. Don't hurt yourself. Absolve the pain and avoid instant karma by beating your soul contract deadlines that you made prior to birth. Isn't that fun? Isn't that just beautiful? I love that topic. Yeah, and, uh, oh, I don't like instant karma either. No way. You know, you always know when instant karma happens because it happens so quick that it's a shock. It's like you wake up in the hospital, oh God forbid, or you wake up in bed in the morning, or you get that phone call about your house, about your resident, about your job. Things happen that you seem to have no control over. But you do. You could sometimes prevent this stuff, if not all the time, by using some insight, some foresight, some nearsight, right? By studying that chart, by understanding your karma, getting into astrology, and try it by absolving it, by throwing off those obsessions and that selfishness, by letting go, cutting it off, saying goodbye. You don't do it, you'll bottom out. When you do, it hurts. It really hurts. And all of us have had instant karma. You know you have. You could remember where you've had that instant karma, believe me. You definitely can. It's very heavy. All right. Isn't this fun? I'm having a great time, aren't you? I hope you are. Let's go to the phones now. and go to Kim on line number one. Taurus with Scorpio Rising. Hi, Kim.
1: Hi, Farley. I'm glad I got you. Have you,
0: have you had any Instacarma? Uh,
1: this is a timely topic for me. I called yesterday and didn't get on, and I can see why now. <laughs> yeah, the last three years have been it's seemingly one major disaster after another from a relationship standpoint, and particularly this past January, I lost about four people and had some major physical and emotional trauma within eight weeks.
0: So the higher self is trying to get through to you somehow here. It looks yeah. Like,
1: it's
0: like going, Kim, we have to talk. Mm-hmm,
1: definitely, and, and the relationship that was particularly, that was perfect and wonderful to start and ended disastrously, turned out to be a very karmic uh, situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've definitely had experience with my Saturn return. Was an, an eventful one, and it basically my entire life has changed radically, career-wise and personally. And I've kind of triggered me though on a pretty in-depth journey in search for understanding myself and resolving a lot of the things you have talked about this morning.
0: Yeah, I think that it's fun to be spiritual and New Age, but when you understand karma concepts, a New Age person is kind of foolish when they don't let go. You know, mm-hmm. and what we do. It reminds me of the guy that walks around with a tiger (laughs) on his leg. The tiger is biting him, and he's like, lock that tiger to the leg. I'm not going to let go of this tiger here. It's like people know what karma is, and they know what pain is, and they know what they have to do to remove the pain and get through the process, Mm -hmm. but they don't do it. They postpone it. They procrastinate. They put it off. It just compounds, and that's when tragedy after trauma after tragedy happens Mm -hmm. because your higher self's going, Okay, Kim, you're not learning this lesson. Let's bang your head against the wall over here. Boom. And let's bang your head against the wall over here. Boom. And finally, Kim's going, I think I'll sit in a room by myself and meditate for a couple of years and forget about this stuff for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly my
0: it's, it's so gestalt. It is so gestalt.
1: I've made so much progress in the last two years. And then all of a sudden, this thing happened recently, as I mentioned, in January. And I thought, wait a minute. I thought I had made this progress. I thought I was on the right track. Something is telling me that I still, you know, there's something there left. Yeah. The reason that I specifically called you was, well, first, I discovered your program yesterday, and it's wonderful, and you've got a new listener. Thank you. And secondly, particularly in the last four weeks, normally, I usually have a pretty clear direction about what's the right thing to do, even if I may have difficulty getting there. The last four weeks, I seem to be getting a lot of mixed messages in several directions, particularly in the area of career and uh, romance area. And I'm getting conflicting and different messages from all directions.
0: Okay, number one, this is not the time for you to take romance too serious. This isn't a time to worry about commitment or attachment. Uh, You have enough problems. Right now, you should have fun with men or whoever you go out with. Enjoy them. Don't focus on love, sex, and intimacy. If it happens, let it flow mm-hmm. and try not to take it too personal right now because you are in a karmic transit. Okay. So you're being asked to be spiritual and love Kim right now more than anything. As far as career goes, you're worrying too much about it and by worrying, you're such a worrier with Venus and Cancer anyway yeah. and Uranus and Cancer to boot that you compound your own negative vibration. What you need to do is try to practice being happier on the job and it, it'll be contagious and that'll help make your career that much better or at least put you in a positive state of mind to visualize a new career that could happen almost any time. Okay? Okay. You're shown a wonderful, successful life. Keep the faith.
1: I will do that. Thank okay. Thank you, Farley. Thank you.
0: Bye. Patty is our favorite Gemini, Double Gemini. Hi, Patty.
1: Hi, Farley. I'm so glad you're on the radio. You are? I love your show so much. I learned so much from it.
0: Do you cry sometimes?
1: Do I cry? <laughs> no, I laugh most of the time.
0: <laughs> Good. We're trying to stimulate emotion here. <laughs> so, you want to see if I see another quiz show for you here? <laughs> no. Well, I do, Patty. <laughs> yeah. After the six-month waiting period, you're going to be back on television Man, again. I'm on Pro- a sitcom. I'm a series. Oh, well, okay, you got it then. Whenever you call me and I tell you something, it manifests, doesn't <laughs> it? You're gonna, you're gonna be in a sitcom. I'll say, eh, maybe by the latest. It'll start in December, January, or February. How's that? Oh,
1: that sounds wonderful.
0: All right. And you can even tell your agent, hey, Farley Maller has told me I'd be on a sitcom. He told me I'd be on a quiz show. You might even get a movie here, kid. Okay. (laughs) But I think that whatever you got in money this last year is going to triple or quadruple coming up, starting actually any time now. Is that my Jupiter? Well, partially. It's partially your Jupiter. It's partially the Jupiter return. But it's more Saturn trying Venus and Uranus trying Venus again, which is what happened during the quiz show. See, Saturn is direct now. It's headed back to Capricorn, and Uranus is going to be coming back, too. So when they try in your Venus, you're going to have an instant Dharma, which is going to (laughs) be instant money. You're gonna call me up and say, Farley, I'm gonna send you ten percent.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, Patty. We'll see you.
2: Oh, that's it? Yeah, no, I had a question.
0: Okay, what, what's the question?
1: <laughs> you well, um, you're talking about karma, and I sort of—I had a lot of problem with letting go of things. I had a boyfriend when I was 15 to 19, who I just would not let go of. January fifteenth, 1949. Mm-hmm. And um, you also predicted that my um, my love life would, <laughs> would improve. And now guess what I found January fifteenth, nineteen fifty-six. I was wondering if
2: you could look at that and see what you see.
0: Well, my opinion on January fifteenth, nineteen fifty-six.
2: Some kind of heavy karma, huh?
0: This guy has a Venus trying your Mars. It is excellent. Yeah? Very good. Yeah, I like it. In fact, the Aquarius Gemini flow is superior. Your Mars and Gemini, trying his Venus in Aquarius. A lot of people get married when they have that kind of aspect. Problem is He's got a Venus-opposed Pluto in his chart, so he has problems with dominant, arrogant, manipulative, controlling women that lose their tempers.
1: Oh, so he likes that, huh? No, he doesn't.
0: <laughs> he runs from that. Oh, well, but those are the kind of women he manifests. Yeah. Are you like that, Patty? No. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye. Susan is a first-time caller, Aquarius Scorpio rising.
1: Thank you. Farley, I have a question for you. Could you discuss uh, retrograding planets in the natal chart and their relationship to karma, if any?
0: Retrograde planet is kind of like a piston that's being pulled back before it catches the spark. In other words, from the Earth's point of view, as all these planets are going around the sun, you know that, right? Right. From our point of view, sometimes the Earth gets to a point of its orbit, it seems to go faster, and the other planets, the lights in the sky actually seem to appear to be backing up in their signs. Mm -hmm. Now, the planet is really not going backwards, but from the Earth's point of view, astronomically judged, they go backward in the sky, and that is a retrograde planet. That planet is not at full power. A direct motion planet is like a full force vibration, and a retrograde planet is inhibited in its vibration. So there's a lot more karma connected with the planet, what it means, what sign it's in, what house it's in, how it's aspected, when it's retrograde and that's why people with a lot of retrograde planets have more karma a lot more challenges and usually go farther than those of us with direct motion planets because we're not as challenged as hard i see. in other words if you want to win a super bowl then you want to fill your football team with people that either have total retrograde planets in their chart or none that way You'll get a totally challenged group of guys if they're all retrograded out, or you'll get just a force to be reckoned with if they have no retrogrades. I
2: see.
0: Okay?
1: All right, Farley. Thank you so much.
0: Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Kendra wants me to do my Donald Duck. Can you believe this? I'm sitting here floating around. I'm doing a radio show. Uh, Donald, I don't think that you should come in the control room.
2: Well, I don't want to come in the control room.
0: Donald, get out of here right now. This is an astrology radio show. No, No, yes, you will. Donald's a Pisces and he's giving me a hard time. Let's go to Jean on line eight, (laughs) who says Scorpio with Lever Rising. Hi, Jean. Hi,
1: Farley. I have a question. I was wondering if you see that I will be going to Europe within the year or perhaps, well, I don't know if it's the same question or not, but will I be returning to my profession?
0: Now, what do you want to know? Are you going to Europe or will you return to the profession?
1: Well, I was wondering if one kind of hooked into the other. Hmm.
0: Well, I think you're past due on the Europe trip, for sure. Oh, okay. Because Jupiter's in your ninth house now. It just entered, and I'm surprised you're not gone. Uh-huh. What's keeping you from going?
1: Um, I guess I just didn't want to go.
0: Well, then why go?
1: daughter over there who really wanted me to come visit, and I, you know, I just couldn't quite get to it, you know, and I was just wondering if I'd be doing it this year.
0: Yeah, well, I'm surprised you haven't gone yet. You're shown imminent travel, I would say, almost next month if you want.
1: Well, I, I, you know, little travels I I know I will be doing, but I just...
0: No, when Jupiter's in your ninth house, Jean, we're talking far away, foreign countries, overseas. Yeah, it's a big one, okay?
1: You don't see the return to the profession then this year.
0: Well, Jupiter will go into your 10th house, which is cancer, within 12 months. So then you are shown a high-level career vibration at that point. You are shown travel and relaxation now and knowledge. And when Jupiter goes into 10th, you'll be ready to go back to work. Oh. Okay?
2: Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. Let's go to Diane, this double Scorpio.
2: Hi, Carly. It has to do with my kids. That's what I called last time about. I'm very obsessed with my career, and I always have been. And it seems that every time a big career move happens for me, it corresponded with a pregnancy, even though I was under birth control and until I found astrology, I really didn 't understand why I had a very bad relationship with my family i was both my sister and I, who are about nine and a half months apart, were abused by my father sexually and when these pregnancies came along at times in my career which were making major moves, finally, when the second child came along, my career just sort of went to a standstill, mm-hmm. and I went through a major sort of crisis and anyway I I went to this one class and this man came up and I had my sister's chart with me as well and he looked at both of our charts and he sort of remarked sort of off the cuff oh I see that you were given the gift to stop this karmic cycle of sexual abuse in your family and I sort of looked up at him and said would you mean my father was as well abused and he said yes it goes way 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 back so all of a sudden in my mind it became very clear why I had these two daughters because in my mind up to that point, even though I love them dearly, they had been a hindrance to my career going forward and moving forward, et cetera, because they were very young. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because it, I did not understand. I've been sort of blindly pushing forward and not letting go of my career and very obsessed with it. And I still to, to this day have a lot of problems with, you know, I'm an actress. And so it's like, unless I'm in the limelight, <laughs> Um, in many ways, I feel like I have no self-esteem, and etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but I slowly but surely, every day, I learn that this relationship that I have with my two daughters is one of breaking some sort of karmic cycle. I don't know what he saw in my chart. To this day, I don't understand it, but at least I understand what he well, said.
0: Well, it's Saturn in the first house in Scorpio, mm-hmm. it's square Jupiter, Uranus in Leo is the father, and Jupiter's in Leo also square Saturn, which is the father, and Uranus is is square another Scorpio planet in your chart. So you're littered with this type of karma. i got to go. God bless you, and thank you for sharing that with us. I'm sure a lot of people needed to hear that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Bye-bye. We'll see you real soon. Weekdays on K Fox 93.5 FM at 12 noon. Have a great day, and you know I love you. Take care. Bye.